Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Want to learn how to be an entrepreneur? You are dedicated and devoted to a life of developing new ideas and innovations. Willing to take calculated career risks, achieving independent wealth and success. Then you are ready to experience the entrepreneur effect. We'll highlight opportunities for entrepreneurs in digital marketing through interesting, practical, and thought-provoking interviews and monologues. Increase your income and be your own boss by listening to The Entrepreneur Effect. Please welcome your host, a 25-year veteran in sales, management, and business development, Dush Ramachandran. Hello and welcome to Entrepreneur Effect. This is Dush Ramachandran. And our guest today is Nicole Ertas, who is the founder and president of uh, Free Range Group and the author of the new book, Free Range Brands, and a global brand strategist. Welcome, Nicole. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me today. It's a pleasure. So, you know, your book is really interesting. Uh, I loved I loved going through it, and it was it's it's so refreshing and so current uh it, it 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 so neatly summarizes some of the challenges that uh large brands are facing today and how uh, you know startups individuals uh with access to youtube are completely revolutionizing the way the public perceives their brands so tell us in a in a quick sort of summary if you would what brought you to write the book Free Range Brands, and to start your company, the Free Range Group? Well, I have been working in brand strategy for over 20 years. And for the first 10 years of my career, um, I worked within traditional, uh, you know, consumer packaged goods brand organizations. I worked at SC Johnson and managed uh, Windex and Raid and Saran Wrap and uh, worked on some Ziploc innovation. I've had a lot of experiences um, moving across 
uh, the big brand world. I, I, after that, I went and worked at Jim Beam for five years and worked across, uh, whiskeys and cordials and vodkas and tequilas. Um, all building brands for the variety of products that we had. And, um, I got to a point in my personal life where I just decided to take a step back and I wound up, um, not taking as much of a step back as I would have liked. I started just consulting back to a lot of these companies and um, decided to just stay on my own as a consultant for a while. But ultimately, what I started to realize from the outside perspective is that the world was changing so much right under their feet. And the brands that were really coming forth and starting to win the game were these new types of brands that in the past wouldn't have been able to do what they do because the the stakes would be too high. You would need the money to get on TV or to get into the big retailers that were just too prohibitive for these smaller brands. And I started consulting a lot of the big brands and the small brands, and I really started to see such a dramatic difference in the way they go to market. One was very top-down and one was very bottom-up. And that's where I coined the term the free range brand because it seemed to me that the brands that were really thriving in this new environment were the ones that were able to let go and start building community around them versus the old school method, which was very controlling and protective of a brand. Right. And so what we're seeing today is sort of the culmination of that where, um, you know, you have people that have um, YouTube audiences, uh, for example, the, the the kid who unboxes his toys has mm-hmm. and he has you know some ridiculous number of uh, views on his YouTube channel, and his parents make just a an unbelievable amount of money mm-hmm. um, from ads on their YouTube channel. So that's that's one one example of a very simple grassroots effort of a brand that's just taken off. Um, how, do you, how do you reconcile? I mean, how, how do you feel the big brands are uh, adapting to this new environment? Well, they're, they're either forced to change or they're struggling. And um, more and more, we're seeing some brands change. Um, and we're seeing brands that are struggling to change. I mean, you know, having worked on the inside of these big corporate brands, they were built in a different era. They were built in the many in the fifties, you know, True. some even earlier, uh, where it wasn't so important to have a brand purpose and talk to your community and have all these things that they tend to understand as, um, something that needs to be done, but don't really embrace the reason why. Um, and so, you know, the brands that are getting it are, are starting to really adapt and start to really focus on their brand community and letting control go a little bit um, and adjusting their models internally a bit to really focus on how to build those communities. Whereas the brands that are still just really rooted in the old school method of pushing out broadcast messages and, you know, taking their time, doing a lot of testing and validating before they make any changes are finding themselves being left behind. That's fascinating. So, you know, just in the recent past, uh, perhaps in the last two or three weeks, from a branding perspective, there have been two (laughs) absolutely gigantic um, issues that have grabbed the, you know, the the, the popular attention. Of course, I'm talking about Pepsi and about United, uh, two massive brands that have had 
you know, crazy missteps. And you could argue that the United misstep was probably far worse than um, the the uh, Pepsi one. Um, how do you how do you account for that? And if you were uh, if you were running uh, their brand management, or if you were advising each of these companies on their on how to recover from these missteps, what would you do? Well, first, before you have to worry about recovering from them, um, it's important to understand what to do to to avoid them. And avoiding them um, comes in the context of this whole idea of what does your brand stand for? What is your point of view? And do you embody it? Because in the world of transparency today, you know, these big brands used to be able to say whatever they wanted and nobody could really challenge, you know, if it was accurate or not. And now with everyone being able to, you know, really look behind the curtain and see what the sourcing is of the product or who their vendors are, who they're doing business with, brands are forced to really pull themselves together. But even more so, if they can't stand by what they they espouse. So, you know, with United being the friendly skies, if they don't live by that, they're going to be taken down very quickly. And what we see is it can happen with one person and one incident because of the world we live in today. And that has changed so radically that if brands don't embrace the fact that their community isn't just their customers, it's their stakeholders, it's their observers, uh, stakeholders in terms of their internal culture, their employees, their vendors, their and their customers. Everyone needs to be embodying what that brand stands for. And if that were happening with United, we wouldn't have seen something like that. Um, But when you get to the flip side of it, let's say it happened. And even if you do your best, things are bound to happen. What's most important, you know, that that we look at from a let's call it the free range perspective is this idea of adaptability. And when we see brands that are able to adapt in the face of controversy or mistakes and apologize and come forth with very swift, um, you know, fixes on, on what they did wrong, we find that the, the community tends to be very forgiving and they tend to isolate it and, and it can go away fairly quickly because people understand mistakes happen and they understand that certain, you know, one or two people can make a mistake and it won't necessarily tarnish the whole brand. But when you see, um, you know, kind of the difference in the way the two brands uh, reacted to that, Pepsi swiftly took down their ad and apologized, whereas United... Uh, it didn't they they yeah. they they finally kind of started to come around but it took a while and it, and it and it made matters much worse sure exactly and you know that's that's really interesting uh and there have been other examples in the past of brands recovering quickly um i mean if you if you recall um all having this big challenge with uh um, some poison being injected into Tylenol capsules way back. I think this was yeah. almost 20 years ago. Um, but they recovered quickly from it. The tamper-proof caps came in and, and Tylenol is none the worse for it. Uh, but at that time, it looked like they never would recover. Um, so I think, I think your point's a really good one. We'll, we'll continue our uh, discussions uh, shortly, but let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Nicole Ertas. Stay tuned. Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return. 
Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, So Social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So Social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran. And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And uh, my special guest today is Nicole Ertas, who is the author of the new book, Free Range Brands. So, uh, Nicole, tell us a little bit about your journey. You know, you, you said you worked for large companies, including... S.C. Johnson and Jim Beam and so on and so forth, um, those all look like, you know, brand manager's dream, uh, an opportunity to work with household names that everybody recognizes. So tell us a little bit about your journey, because our uh, listeners are business owners, typically entrepreneurs, and um, they're building brands of their own. None of them, probably very few of them, uh, are of the size of S.C. Johnson or uh, Jim Beam, but they would certainly like to get there. So, um, you know, share with us, you know, your learnings, uh, how, your journey. Uh, what were some of the things that you learned as you, as you went through your, your career and what's brought you to where you are today? Yeah, so, um, you know, I always had, I don't know, a personal interest in why people do what they do or their behavior. Uh, and that led me personally younger in my life to be interested in marketing. Um, and I tried a lot of different types of marketing. I, 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 I went on the agency side and was doing kind of creative development, but it turned out that, you know, since I wasn't a graphic designer or somebody that was actually doing the creative, there wasn't a lot at the time. I think it's different now, but there really wasn't a lot of opportunity for, um, anyone else with big ideas, you know, who wanted to do anything that was left to the creative department. And, and besides that, you were an account manager and you managed the business. Um, I wound up going uh, to business school to see if I could 
redirect my career. And, and what I discovered was this area of brand management. And this is really where you own the business. So you own the P&L, you manage the business, you manage all the agencies. And you also are, you wear the marketing hat from a strategic perspective, but you don't execute all the marketing programs. You have agencies that do that for you. And, but, but you have to, you have to really set the uh, agenda. And this really seemed like the perfect, um, career for, for what I was, you know, looking for. And, and so I did. I got into this, uh, this career path and it really was just a wonderful experience. I mean, it was like managing, managing a small business within a large organization and having a big budget behind you, which you wouldn't have if you were just an entrepreneur. And what it taught me was just an incredible amount of, uh, discipline and, how to think about, you know, you just learn so much about how to build a brand and how to manage a business. And it goes beyond just the marketing and the branding, but really getting into why your customers or your consumers like your brand or don't like your brand or or who else might consider your brand and how could you build a business in that direction. And it really embraced everything from pricing to inventory management to new product innovation to coming up with you know, new names for line extensions. So it, it, I'd say for me, it really demonstrated, um, it really taught me how to build a business and how to build a brand and why a brand is so important in that business. Because ultimately, when everything, uh, when you have a comp- competitor, or when, um, you know, they're, well, primarily, I guess, when competition starts to show up, it's really the brand that takes you across the finish line. Because when you've got competition on your doorstep, they could copy what you're doing. They could copy your innovation. Sometimes they can outprice you or they can get to market faster or maybe they have a bigger budget. But what we're seeing even today as these new brands come come forth very quickly is building a brand um, really protects you against a lot of those external forces. And so that's where I really learned that, um, you know, even though it feels like an investment, a lot of times people think a brand is just the logo or the name or that marketing costs money. But the idea is it's really an investment to protect your business. Yeah, that makes that makes a lot of sense. So um, give us a sense for um, maybe the biggest mistake you think you've you've made in your life uh, and how did you how did you sort of recover from that? Because you know, our mistakes are often what inform uh, our greatest successes. Um, and so, you know, people learn from mistakes. And often it's, it's helpful and instructive to learn from other people's mistakes. Um, so if you wouldn't mind sharing with us perhaps what you consider to be your biggest mistake and how you recovered from it. Yeah, I think for me, um, you know, one for me, I'd say I make a lot of mistakes. I don't oh, know which so do one's we the all. biggest. So do we all. <laughs> um, and it really, I don't really have a lot of regret uh, when I make a mistake because, like you said, it does hurt and it's painful. Sometimes it's costly. Sometimes it's uh, demoralizing. Um, I think for me, I make decisions oftentimes with my heart rather than even business decisions or, or uh, you know, maybe a new direction I'm going to pursue emotionally. And I might, you know, because I have a lot of passion for it and I might not really think it through. I think oftentimes for me as an entrepreneur, um, that shows up sometimes when I'm looking to 
hire people, I have to say. I, I've had, mm-hmm. I've worked with amazing people. Um, but this whole idea of, you know, hire someone who you want to sit next to on a plane. Uh, I think that is maybe great if you're within a corporation because you can, uh, <laughs> that person can organization. But when they're just working for you, um, you really need to vet them. You really sure. need to vet them. And I, in the past, might be relevant to, or might be the, the perfect person today, sure. um, or somebody who seems to have a lot of energy and passion around a particular area may actually be able to execute that. And it's really not the case. And I think for me, a lot of my success has come from following my instincts, um, but um, made some poor decisions because of it. And sometimes that's so investing in a direction that I think isn't the smartest, but all in all, I have to Okay. So I just think that, um, you know, mistakes are always going to happen big or small. And, uh, the best way anyone can recover from them is just to acknowledge them right on their face. And just like we talked about with the big organizations, you know, making these mistakes like United and Pepsi, we have to acknowledge our own mistakes and course correct. If we don't do that, if we're always trying to just assume that, um, you know, maybe it was somebody else's fault or you have bad luck or I shouldn't be in this business. These are all signs that maybe you shouldn't be an entrepreneur because being an entrepreneur is a is oftentimes a one-man journey with not a lot of uh, knowledge as you forge ahead. So mistakes sure. are kind of part of the whole thing. Sure, absolutely. So um, we just have two minutes left in this segment. So... Um, Let's just talk quickly about, you know, your journey has been so interesting. I mean, you've worked with uh, big brands like Ziploc, Jim Beam, Avino, so on and so forth. And, you know, from the time when you started out, um, you know, all of these big companies would have would have seemed so enticing. And you've you've risen to the executive level and then you've left and started your own business. So you've seen both sides of the equation. You've seen... Um, what it's like within large corporate organizations with massive multi-million dollar budgets. And you've also seen what it is to start up and grow a business. So if you were to encounter your 18-year-old self, what advice would you give her? Hmm. That's a good question. I don't even know if I'd be in this business. <laughs> I do love marketing. I don't know. I I may, I think my 18 year old self wouldn't listen to anything I had to say, but, um, I think follow your heart. I really would because in the end, and I, if you aren't doing what you love, if you're doing it because you think you're going to make money off of it or even something that inspires you or gives you energy, what you do has to give you energy. It can't be depleting your energy. If what you're doing is draining you, it doesn't matter what it is. Excellent advice. You know, in fact, that is never a true word has been said. In fact, that is exactly right. That if you follow your passion, um, then the money and everything else will, will come. But if you're doing something that's depleting your energy rather than giving you energy, then nothing is worth that because the minute things turn uh, negative, then you really don't have anything left for you in the business or in the in that particular occupation. That was that was excellent advice. We're going to take a short break and when we continue, when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Nicole Ertas. Stay tuned. 
Stay tuned for more of the Entrepreneur Effect when we return. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Get educated and entertained by our panel of on-air experts and peers. And engage with us anytime by following us on Twitter, Facebook, Google+, and LinkedIn. So you can reach us before and after every program located on our new social shareable live streaming player. Access the new Cranberry Radio live stream player at our website, cranberry.fm. Looking for a white label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjorge, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjorgeDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E Digital. You are experiencing the entrepreneur effect. Here's Dush Ramachandran. And we're back. This is Dush Ramachandran with Entrepreneur Effect. And our guest today is Nicole Ertas, the author of the new book, Free Range Brands. So, Nicole, that was really fascinating, you know, learning from you about you know, your view on brands and how small brands are really turning the world upside down. And this is a really compelling book. I, I love it and I would strongly recommend entrepreneurs pick up the book. What are you most excited about uh, for the future? You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of underdogs. So when I'm seeing these small brands doing so well and what's behind them – I'm really energized by it. What's behind them is a whole new generation that really wants to change the world. And I know a lot of people think millennials are, you know, everybody has their, their opinions. But one thing that I really believe about this upcoming generation is they have they have seen enough of, of what is going wrong in our world. And they are able to navigate by creating communities globally, instantly, and get behind um, ideas and create movements. I mean, we see it everywhere. And what they're doing is they're using businesses and brands to be their voice. And, and so for me, you know, both being able to see small brands just come up, you know, out of nowhere, as well as a lot of this change really fueling these brands, um, I think is really exciting. It's a really exciting time. That's wonderful. 
And uh, your book is, as I was saying, it's it's a great book. It's a it's an easy read. It's a you know it's a really quick read. How might listeners pick up your book? I mean, is it available on Amazon? It is. It's Free Range Brands on Amazon. And um, you can also go to uh, my website, freerangebrands.com. And on there, you can sign up for a weekly newsletter because what I like to do is give out weekly tips to smaller entrepreneurs about how they can start thinking about their business you know, differently and just some weekly challenges of, of, of different ideas that might help ignite a business and build your brand. Well, that sounds awesome. And uh, yeah, I would I would strongly encourage our listeners to do that. Um, and so the book is now available on Amazon, and it really is a it's a terrific book and it's a great read. I I really enjoyed it. And yeah, uh, the the weekly newsletter with the with the tips and the challenges that sounds fantastic. Um, now. But we have just another three minutes left in our in our segment. What would you suggest for someone who is just starting out and feels that, well, brands are nice, they're for big companies. I don't have the money to develop a brand. I'm just gonna just gonna put my head down and uh, you know produce my product or offer my service and just just delight the hell out of my customers and clients. Yeah. Um, what would you what would you say to those people and how might they build a brand without necessarily going into a whole lot of expenditure and you know design of mm-hmm. you know brand identity and all of that yeah. stuff well i think if they are delighting their customers they already have a brand um and the brand is uh, your brand is really uh, the relationship that you build with your customers and what they come to expect from you by the different interactions you have with them. So, so what I would say is you already have a brand. You already have, uh, likely some community around you, even if you're just starting out. Um, oftentimes if you're just starting out, your personal brand is plays very heavily into your brand. We see that so much today with, you know, who it was. Look at Chobani. The the owner of that company is the brand. It, it, is, it, it is what that brand stands for. And that's why that brand is doing so well. And, and so I wouldn't overlook how much brand you've already built. And the idea is really um, just crystallizing what that is. And even if you don't do it in an external marketing fashion, really understand what that is within your own organization, even if you're just one person, to say, what is it I stand for? What is it I believe in? Why do I do this? I always ask all my clients, what is your obsession? What are you doing this for? That is the the guts of your brand. Great. And that obsession cannot be making money. No. No, because that's just an end. That's a that's a byproduct of your obsession. I'm sure exactly. everybody could say that's their obsession. You have to do something to get the money. So what exactly. are you doing? <laughs> exactly. That's that's a great. Dis- that is fantastic, Nicole. Thank you so much. Uh, we really enjoyed having you on the show, and uh, wish you all the best. And uh, I'd strongly encourage our listeners to go check out the book Free Range Brands at Amazon. Of course, go check out freerangebrands.com. Sign up for the newsletter. And, yep, I think this would be fantastic. Thank you so much, Nicole. Appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me.
The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing and Cranberry.fm. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.